0: Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Paula McDonald with the Live Today podcast. And today's title, You Are Valued. So I'd like to ask you a question. How many of you struggle with self-worth or of self-value? And unfortunately, so many of us are plagued by the destructive and negative self-deprecating thoughts and words that we place on ourselves. And as we become accustomed to these negative narratives, before long, they actually become a part of our lives. And it's not in a good way. And so today, we're going to tackle this dangerous habit to provide you with the tools to recognize the roadblocks that are there and replace these habits that are not serving you. And so first, let's talk about recognizing this type of behavior. And what I'm talking about is the habit of saying negative comments about yourself, undervaluing yourself, or poking fun at yourself to make it sound funny, like just, you know, cutting yourself down, ha ha ha. Well, when all of this becomes a real problem is when the verbiage becomes unconsciously habitual, meaning it's snuck in. And now it's so much a part of your fabric and your daily mantra that you don't even realize you're doing it. And so the best way to pinpoint this negative narrative is to recognize it when it happens. And we've become a society that is, oh my gosh, uber sensitive, right? (laughs) Yet tearing oneself down seems to be okay or acceptable. Well, did you know that constant and consistent negative self-talk actually does damage you from a, from the inside out. And from a biblical sense, God created each one of us, and when we degrade his creation, we're actually telling him, "Hey God, you didn't get me right." And so when you hear yourself saying, I don't deserve this or that, or I'm not smart, or I'm so fat, or I hate myself. You need to identify these harmful statements and start replacing them with a different set of thoughts and words. And so we're going to talk about the words to replace these statements at the end of the show. So the next tool is to recognize the roadblocks that keep you trapped in a no win negative narrative. And these roadblocks could be people or situations that prevent you from healing and for and to actually stop this negative talk. Maybe you have a close family member, a friend or a coworker who just constantly nips at your heels and cuts you down. And perhaps you've become so accustomed to picking yourself apart and that you allow others to do the same and you have given them the resources, the permission basically to negatively impact who you are because you stay silent when it does happen. Well, this roadblock needs to be removed. And so you have to be bold and have face-to-face conversations with these people or person, and you need to let them know that you're asking them to cease from these comments and be bold as you let them know how these comments affect you and hurt you deeply. And if they are truly your friends or they love you and honor you, then they will abide by your request. Those who take offense may be those people that you're seeing their true colors and perhaps you need to distance yourself from them even if it's somebody close to you. Situations that may cause the negative self-talk could be anything that causes you to doubt yourself. Maybe it's a situation as simple as trying to buy jeans or a swimsuit. Oh boy, don't us women know how that's not fun. These innocent activities can actually trigger the ugly comments that want to bubble up from within us and it puts us into a negative, self-destructive thought pattern. So you've got to recognize what they are. You've got to remove the roadblocks, whether they're situations or people. And then finally, you've got to now go and figure out how to replace these habits and situations. And the only way to combat bad habits is to replace them with something good. So let's go through some great ways to combat this stinking thinking. Well, negative words need to be replaced with loving and kind words. Instead of saying, I'm not good enough, say, I am enough. Replace, I am not smart enough with, thank you, Lord, for all that I have already accomplished in my life. And the all too common Man, I hate my body. With, I am thankful to live another day and accept who I am right now. I love this b- verse in Luke 6.45. The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks. So if you dig deeply into yourself and you are brutally honest, perhaps there are some areas of hurt that are deep within you that haven't healed and that you're allowing to follow you around like an ugly canker sore. And these hurts create heart scars that could be keeping you from releasing the hurts that result in this negative narrative. Ask God to purge your heart from any of the scars so that you can move into new and beautiful and pleasing thoughts and words. And if there are situations or places that trigger you negatively, you have to determine when you walk into those situations and places, whether you're going to combat them or if you're going to run away from them or how you're going to handle it. Make the decision to either limit or change where you spend time that causes these triggers. And if a place is difficult to endure, maybe you have to say no to that place or stay determined to recognize and overcome these triggers. And through earnest prayer, ask the Lord to lead you through these situations to a new mindset. And finally, whew, replacing people. This is the most difficult of all. But you know what? Sometimes people really do not need to be a part of our lives if they are violating the most sacred part of who you are. And if you've asked them to honor your request, stop with the negative words, and they continue, then you have a decision to make. You do not have to allow anyone to abuse you emotionally with cut downs, distasteful jokes, or flat out rude comments. So just give that a thought and really pray about it. And as I said before, I know it is the most difficult part of this whole thing is simply walking away from somebody who's emotionally not healthy for you. And as we close on this topic, Let's be reminded what Jesus told us in John eight thirty two, You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. In our last episode of this podcast, number 76, we discussed the fact that Jesus came to save and not to shame us. Therefore, this verse is a great reminder that the negative words and thoughts are never from him. And so when you recognize this, it's a huge step in learning to replace this dangerous mindset. His truth that you are worthy, that you are beautiful, and that you are fully his is what you need to hang on to. And that's scriptural. And keeping your eyes and thoughts on the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is the absolute best method to combat all the negativity in your life. And here you've got to understand that he is our true sounding board and he cares deeply for us and he cares about our hurts and he wants us to come to him and turn it all over to him because he says he will take our burden. So surround yourself with the word of God and with people who reflect Christ And a true reflection of Christ within yourself and others are going to completely combat the negativity. And at least you may still get it, but the way you either absorb it or let it deflect is going to depend on you. And of course, the more you've put on your armor of God, the more you're going to uh, reflect it and and neglect it. No, I'll not neglect it. The more you're going to deflect it. There you go. (laughs) So choose your inner circle wisely and ask them for their help. Ask them to call you out on any negative self-talk and help you stay accountable so that that destructive verbiage does not come out of your mouth. And when it does, they like, hey, don't say that about yourself and catch you on it. So are you ready to shake off those negative words and vibes You will experience a new and refreshing breath of life when you let go of the things that are holding you back. And the negative will never accomplish anything good within yourself. So isn't it time to wrap yourself in a warm blanket of appreciation, love, and acceptance? It is time. So if you're a listener here on this Live Today podcast, I really would appreciate hearing from you. You guys guys get to hear me, but I don't get to hear from you very often. So I'd really encourage you, go to my website, drpaulamcdonald.com, and introduce yourself to me. Just send me a message. I would love to know what you are enjoying about these podcasts or topics, and perhaps maybe some other topics that you'd be interested in exploring. And also on the website, there are so many resources and Bible studies and a lot of things for you to dig into. And my other podcast, Exhale Bible Discovery, it's an in-depth, chapter-by-chapter study of the Word of God, and it's in a great new, fresh approach. I would really be honored and love to study God's Word with you as well. So God created you to live in abundance with Him, and may you fully live Today. Well, on our Ask Dr. Paula, I have received a question from a listener who has been dealing with several toxic family members. And the question is: What is the best way for me to deal with close family members who have been cruel towards me for my entire life? Oh, I bet there's lots of you out there who can really resonate with this topic. And first, let me just say how sorry I am that you have been living with this pain for so long. And when we are little and we're young, we may not even recognize that the behavior of some of our family members is not normal. And we, you know, we live with this poor treatment for years without recognizing it. And often we will then transfer this behavior that we've been receiving onto others And this generational cycle continues. So we've got to break it. And the Bible teaches us about generational curses. And I believe that verbal and emotional abuse stems from those generational hurts. And we know in Genesis, sin entered the world through one man and through one woman. And to this day, the curse of sin plagues each of us. However, the good news is that Jesus arrived on this earth and he provided for you and I a way out. Without Christ in our lives, we are held in a bondage of sin and the consequences that result from that sin. Romans 6.22 reminds us that you have been set free from sin. We are not in bondage any longer unless you just choose to be there. And we don't have to remain in our sin when we invite Christ into our lives. And we do not have to pass on the generational sin in our lives into the next generation. And in order to prevent this, we need to fully grasp the promise that we have been set free. So to this listener's question of how to deal with these family members, a good first step is to step away and see if you can determine why this is happening. Maybe examine what caused their hurts in their lives that's flowing over into yours. Sometimes you can confide in extended family members that you trust to help you discover what caused their emotional scars. And in this way, maybe you can possibly understand how the generational experiences affect those around you. And once you have a better understanding of what they've gone through, maybe you can then better be able to extend grace to those family members and know how to pray for them. And then hopefully have an opportunity to go to them humbly and with Christ's love to have an open and honest discussion and no doubt this will be a very difficult conversation where there are no guarantees to how this family member will respond to you. It could blow up in a negative manner or there could be an abundance of healing and forgiveness that results. The way I look at it is like this. What do you have to lose if this relationship is already tenuous And if things go badly, then nothing really has changed. However, there could be a huge breakthrough for all of you. Well, spend a great deal of time in prayer before you have any difficult conversations like this. You will need to go in fully armored with the Word of God, His presence, and His peace. And my prayer for you is whatever results, you will not carry these hurts to the next generation in your own children or onto your own friends, families, or coworkers, That would be the goal. So blessings to you as you tackle the hurts in your life and may you fully and abundantly live today.